Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Not Arch here. Arch is getting the day off, but we're going to do a little college football. We got Sex Panther and my good buddy, my good friend, the great Dr. Ernst. Doc, what's going on? Hey, good to be here with you, good buddy. It's uh, been a long time since we've done this. Oh, this is this is a, uh, we're going out here on the wild where we're just going to, Arch giving us permission to just kind of do our own little thing. So we'll see how this this turns out. We're going to touch on today's Friday. We're going to touch on today's five college football games. Early start to the day. Going to start at noon Eastern time. North Carolina Temple. We'll just get this thing right out of the gate. The military bowl with no military representation. You got to take on this one, Doc. Uh, just a little bit of a take. So, yeah, well, and, and this one starts at noon, so we're going to try to do this unedited, and, and hopefully uh, Arch gets it out today. And if not, uh, then then he doesn't. But, uh, yeah, so you went to see uh, Temple. Uh, this one's in Annapolis, and um, there's a bunch of close games for UNC this season. UNC, uh, they won their, their last two games under, uh, against opponents that weren't really that good, Mercer and North Carolina State. And I've talked about how banged up North Carolina State's been all year, so not really that impressive for UNC winning those two games. But uh, UNC is going to have the better of these two offenses uh, at every position, probably a better quarterback, better running back, uh, better receivers, although Temple's receivers are good. The offensive line for UNC is probably better. Defensively, who's better? I don't know. Maybe Temple's better. Uh, defensively, I guess the, the consensus would be Temple. I would have some concerns about the secondary from UNC that's lost all those guys. Uh, but um Look, the coaching edge, I think, is UNC here. So overall, I think the advantage is UNC, but the line is 4.5. So, you know, 
is that the advantage more or less than 4.5 is the uh, what we'd want to know here. Um, I'd probably lean um, UNC here because I think I like the quarterback a little bit better. So I'll lean UNC and lean the over. Lean UNC and the over. Um, I'm, I don't know if you're seeing this. I thought I saw some movement here. UNC now uh, at six points, um, but not sure how accurate that is. Look, I don't know enough about these teams. I know North Carolina's in the, the ACC. Uh, Temple played Cincinnati really close at the uh, end of November, towards the end of the season. I don't have a good take on either one of these teams, so I'd probably lean Temple plus the points, but uh, I, I can't bet it because I don't know anything about either one of these teams. Uh, a team that I do know a little bit something about, though, the Michigan State Spartans. They're going to take on the Demon Deacons at Wake Forest in the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. We're going to play in Yankee Stadium. How about this one? What do you got for this? Yeah, well, yeah. First of all, I think you're right. Maybe it went up to what five, five and a half for that last game. So, um, yeah, I guess I'd still kind of lean North Carolina. But yeah, Pinstripe Bowl and Yankee Stadium. Now, who would go to this game right here? It's going to be super cold in Yankee Stadium. Um, you know, not a couple of really teams that had any kind of great seasons this year the Michigan offense has been a disaster this year I thought last year they um they had a lot of injuries but this year they they, they might have had just as many on the offensive side of the ball especially the worky for MSU uh he has not been spectacular again this season I've never been a big fan of his um he's trying to make an NFL team uh so theoretically he should be dialed in here they had uh, some run um Young Michigan State had some young running backs to go along with everything this year. I'm not sure if both of those guys are playing, but uh, look, the, the the defense for MSU, uh, from what I can tell, should have pretty close to the full complement. They should be solid. Uh, the Spartans' best receiver, uh, Stewart, looks like he's still going to be out of this game. Uh, Wake Forest uh, had a very successful season until the end of the year. They lost a couple of their big wide receivers. Uh, they dropped three of their last four games. Their best ride receiver, Surratt, is still going to be out. But Hinton and Scotty Washington, it looks like, should be good to go in this game. The Demon Deacons, they also have some players missing on the defensive side of the ball uh, late in the season. And it looks like safety Nasir Greer is going to be out for this bowl game. So I have to lean the Spartans here. I, the way they, And I think, Sex Panther, you probably agree with me on this one, but... I don't know. Do we trust the Spartans enough to actually bet them here? Maybe a money line bet for the Spartans. I don't know. What are you thinking? Man, I, I, it's so hard. For me, this game is motivation. Like, do the players even have any motivation to even be there, show up for the game? I, it's a hard one to really to gauge. I, I think, if anything, Wake Forest might have more motivation to be there. <laughs> Nine-win season. Um, those three losses that you talked about, three out of four, you know, losing to Clemson, we'll dismiss that one. But um, they struggled against Syracuse, lost that in overtime, uh, lost to Virginia Tech. And th those were all on the road. So this is on the road as well, uh, you know, neutral site, but still not at Wake Forest. So, yeah, I'd, man, I don't know. I, I don't trust Michigan State. They have just been so, so inconsistent all season long. Those last two games were against really bad teams. I think I'm probably going to lean Wake Forest here just because of their offense and their ability to, to put up some points. Uh, and not that I think they can win, just 
to keep it close. Um, if Sparty wins, I mean, are we going to be surprised if it's a two or three point game? Cause I, I probably wouldn't be. So I probably lean the demon Deacons here. Uh, definitely not, would not bet this game. I, I do not see the Spartans blowing them out. I will say that. So yeah, like you said, if Spartans do win, I would expect some sort of back and forth game uh, in this one. And I don't know. I, it, I, there's been a couple of times where I've spe- expected Michigan state to maybe bust out offensively. Are they going to do it this time? I don't know. Maybe a, a little bit of an overplay with the injuries on Wake Forest, but we'll see. And I don't yeah, know if don't we've know. been throwing this out there, but I, I, I don't know if you threw this out there, but yeah, I'm seeing minus four and, and 50 is the over under. Yeah. Minus, minus four is where, where I'm at. Um, over over unders i had i didn't touch the, the other one but 50 look 50 on this game it's michigan state like you you need them to get to you know 24 27 I, I don't trust them to do that i'd probably be on the under on this game yeah that's gonna be cold so it's not uh... yeah indeed now here's more of a game that i think i'd be more inclined to watch uh we got the oklahoma state cowboys texas a&m aggies the academy sports and outdoors texas bowl you know, the, the Bulls had a chance to really they, – they, I really wanted them to put the Longhorns and the Aggies together, get that that rivalry, but they elected to go with the, the Cowboys here. Still a very, very watchable game. A&M minus five and a half. What say you, Dr. Ernst? Yeah, it's ticked down a little bit. I think it was at uh, six and a half, and I think I would probably agree with that line move there. So I don't have a lot on this one, but I'm thinking maybe the over – uh, Spencer Sanders, I think, is going to be back, although they might use two quarterbacks for Oklahoma State. But remember, he was out the last two, three games with an injury. Uh, I think maybe Gundy's going to have something offensively here in this game. Texas A&M, they're going to have Mond. He can make some plays occasionally, and they've got good receivers. I maybe wouldn't be surprised to see a shootout here. Matabuke, uh, um, he's the, the defensive line guy for Texas A&M. He's going to be out and running back Spiller. Um, Isaiah Spiller, he's out for AM, and they've already had a couple running backs out, so that's probably a big loss. They're probably not going to have a lot of depth at the running back position for AM, so maybe that would lean to the under there. But I see why it's coming towards the uh, Oklahoma State side here, so maybe I'd lean Oklahoma State here. Yeah, and I, th- I think I'm in agreement. You know, the big thing about AM is they've they played the murderer's row of a college football schedule. Their five losses were essentially to all top 10 teams. Uh, their last two to Georgia and LSU, they got absolutely humiliated by LSU. Uh, Oklahoma State's been pretty good most of the season. They, they in that uh, sooner at the end of the season, uh, Oklahoma pulled away, made it look worse than it really was. But Oklahoma State, uh, you know, Gundy likes to have a little fun in the bowl games. I'm with you. I think some – uh, points can be scored here, some trick plays, some things like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the SEC patch has maybe get a little love here for the Aggies. I don't really love the Aggies even as a favorite. I, I almost think this could be a um, a money line play uh, for, for Oklahoma State here. I think they can win this game outright. But I'll take the points. I'll take the gift. And uh, Oklahoma State here, I think I would bet this one. Wow. All right. Nice. Over-under showing – 54 you got a anything on that yeah i you know i I would lean to the over here um just because sanders is going to be back i don't like that oklahoma state lost that all-american receiver uh forget his name now wallace i believe uh but i I, yeah if anything i would go over here i think i'm just leaning 
though. Um, but I think you hit on the narrative of the Texas A&M side that the only games they've lost are to those big, what, um, five teams. I mean, you know, Auburn and uh, Clemson and LSU and Alabama. Alabama, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's the narrative that that people are looking at. You know, Texas A&M only loses to those top echelon teams. So, yeah. Anyways. So. Yeah. That, that's the most for me that's the most watchable game but uh there's two more after that one uh, about halftime of that yeah. game we're gonna get a kickoff this i always have fun with this this game i don't even know a credit union that can afford to sponsor a bowl but uh the san diego county credit union holiday bowl uh we got it's almost like a mini rose bowl we got the use trojans the iowa hawkeyes the big 10 team the hawkeyes minus two and a half you like that Hawkeyes, yeah, getting getting uh, laying the points in this one. Hey, uh, r- real quick, I do see uh, Lucky Chen uh, popped in there. I don't know if Lucky's listening or not, but hey, if you get some plays on today's and you want to shoot them in or whatever, um, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll let let everybody know who you're picking. By the way, so but anyways, yeah, I had no idea what what bowl this was or what it was called. So uh, thanks for taking that that one there, Sex Panther. Um, USC Iowa. And uh, Iowa laying the points uh, looks like I'm seeing maybe two and a half across the board. Maybe it's yeah, that's, I think that's yeah, what doing, I said. But uh, two and a half. Um, yeah. yeah. So obviously we're going to have a couple of different styles of offense here. Uh, USC's got that air raid type, and and Iowa's got that slow tempo ball control type. But USC survived, or maybe I should say Clay Helton survived a rash of injuries this season. Uh, they closed with three wins and got to an eight and four record. He saved his job, uh, but they were really banged up for a while there in the season. At times, they had uh, they had a three headed monster at the running back position. All three of those guys were out. Um, they were really banged up, especially against that Oregon in that Oregon game. There, where Oregon really uh, blew them out there. Um, but uh, yeah, they 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 should have some motivation to play here and get to nine wins. And the recruiting is like 79th in the nation, which is is never been done at USC. Um, it's the worst recruiting they've ever had. So they really need to get another win to 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 help with that. I think. Um, but this should be close either either way. You know, I don't like Iowa. I don't know how you feel about them, Sex Panther. But uh, I don't like the offense under Brian Ferentz, uh, the head coach's son. I think they should be better, no doubt. I'm going to lean USC here. Yeah, I've never been a, a huge Iowa fan. This is, you know, this whole game, I think you can pretty much easily say if, if it's going to be a high-scoring game, USC is going to win. If it's going to be a low-scoring game, then, I, you know, I like Iowa. But, um, you know, Arch always talks about the dreaded two-and-a-half, and, and here we are at that, that two-and-a-half line. Uh, is home, I don't know, is there home field advantage here? I mean, USC only has to go down to San Diego, Iowa, cross country. I don't even know what kind of fan base there will be at these games. But, um, yeah, I, it, I, this is a tough one. I don't like either team. I, I think Iowa's more disciplined. And I think, look, I think Clay Helton's job is still on the line. Not Maybe not this game, but going into next year, I think he survived only because maybe they didn't get the coach or, or land the coach that maybe they, they wanted to. Um, so I think going into next year, like you said, that, that 75th recruiting class, that's just not acceptable at a place like USC. But um, I think I'll probably lean USC with those points, but uh, this is an unbettable game for me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 
I don't know. I think it's still going to be interesting for me though. But um, yeah, I the the deal with um, what's his name, uh, Urban Meyer that that must have fallen through. He's going to the Cowboys, so that's why. Stuck, stuck I, I I don't know. Yeah, something must have fallen through for Helton to, to keep his job. Uh, lucky. I, um, oh, go ahead. I was, I was still holding out hope that uh, he goes to Notre Dame in, in a year. Yeah, I, I don't know why you're 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 against your boy Brian Kelly. He's got he's he could go down as the all time leader. But uh, real quick here, it looks like we, Lucky has come in on the. Um, Temple side. Lucky's coming in on the Temple side. TDJ, I see, is coming in on the uh, North Carolina side. So a couple, a uh, couple contrasts there. So for whatever that's there, there it is. Those those guys are in, in Discord all the time. So yeah, they are. They are Discord is a lot of fun. Hey, uh, wrapping up this game though, real quick. Fifty two and a half. You got you got over or under? Uh, I am thinking it's tough, right? Because you got the contrasting styles. Um, oof. I, what, what are you thinking? You got anything? Man, I, I look, I, USC's defense is, is, is bad as, uh, their offense is, is good. So I think, um, they'll probably give up some points. Iowa will have a chance to score. So I, I would probably lean the, the over here. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. So it's tough to go against that good Iowa defense, but, but I've got to, I got to lay off the over under. Yeah, I probably probably wouldn't bet. Look, that. if you if you've got if you've got inside for information on USC and their defense and who's playing and they've got their studs in the game, I would probably go under in this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't have that information. They they were banged up a lot during the season, so it would, for me, it would depend a little bit on that. We're gonna have conflicting styles on this last one again. Uh, final game, the Cheez It Bowl being played down at uh, Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. Air Force Academy, Washington State. Washington State did not have the kind of season I think they thought they would have. Um, but uh, the Air Force is favored by two and a half. Yeah, and uh, I think possibly the right uh, side is favored here uh, in this game. I don't – I mean, look, betting against Mike Leach is what you'd be doing going with Air Force, but uh, – I don't have a lot in this one. I saw Air Force play a couple times, but there's one game in particular that I can't get out of my mind. It was Air Force versus, uh, and I think it was Fresno State. It might have been Utah State. I think it was Fresno State. Air Force scored, but was never stopped. They, they three-punted on their first possession in the second half, and other than that, they were never stopped the entire game. And the final drive, Air Force had the ball for 10 minutes and ran out the clock. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. So I got to lean with Air Force here, and I I don't see how Washington State's defense is going to stop this Air Force offense. So I would look at the over here. Yeah, I, I'm actually in agreement here. Washington State's defense has got to be one of the worst in the country. They give up 31 yard or uh, 31 points per game, uh, 170 yards on the ground. Air Force runs to almost the tune of 300 yards per game on the ground. It's going to be, you know, like you said, they, they ball control. They like to run that triple option, keep it, you know, just keep control of the ball. Um, they, these teams, especially all these military teams, are so disciplined on their assignments. So I think uh, Washington State's going to find the yards through the air hard to come by. They don't run at all. 
Washington State does not run at all. 72 yards per game on the ground is all they do. So uh, I think they got the work cut out for them. Uh, I'm agreeing with you here. I'll probably bet this one. Uh, I'll take Air Force minus the two and a half. Get, give me wow, okay. Give me Air Force money line. All right, Arch is in here, so I'm gonna money line it. And, money line. Uh, it look, it, one other little tidbit: the best they had a tough game with with Navy. Navy won. I don't think Air Force's best running back played in that Navy game. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with Air Force here. Yeah, over under is really high, sixty nine. Yeah, I can see why it's high. I, I would at least lean over here. I might bet it. So, I think I'm gonna go towards the. Uh, I think I'm gonna go towards the under here. I'm banking on uh, Air Force's defense to keep Washington State in check. You, I mean, you need both these teams to stay under 35 points, right? That, that 31, 28, something along those lines, I think is is doable. So I'll probably lean the under here. Yeah, I mean, well, one of these teams is gonna keep the clock going, and one's gonna gonna. Stop the Trying clock. Trying to score quick. Passing, passing all the time. So, yeah. 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 Well, hey, there's a uh, new adventure. You know, the, the Sex Panther and Doctor College Football Show. I don't know if this is going to have any forward momentum, but this was fun. Uh, we're going to do this a few more times. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.